Hello, my name is Aziz and I'm the son of a divorced mother. She is really my superhero. That's why it's important for me to support women to share their experiences, their personalities, perspectives, and emotions about this world. In these difficult times in human history, we need to bring the people of the world together. And when we hear the voices of women, when we listen to real lives of women from other countries, we connect our cultures without differences or stereotypes, and we get inspired by their stories to live a better life. That's what this podcast is all about. My guest today is Sydney Zorn. Sydney is a Canadian fashion model and a student getting her bachelor's degree in website design. Sydney loves spending time with her dog, time with her family. She has a passion for snowmobiling in Canada and she is a coffee and pastry addict. She is currently learning how to design websites and she is a certified nail and eyelash technician living in Mexico. Sydney, how are you today? I'm so good. Thank you. How are you? I feel blessed. I feel very positive and very excited to know much, much more about you. So I will begin with this nice first question just to begin the conversation, which is Sydney, if the people who know you best and your friends could describe your personality, what would they say about you? I think the first thing they would say is I'm extremely outgoing. Um, I love everybody around me so intensely and I try and live my life um, guided by kindness. Um, I, I just am so passionate about people and I want to bring them happiness whenever possible. I love that. There is, are so many questions I can ask and I will begin with this one. Tell me about the energy of love. Do you feel that love is like the energy that is creating all of reality? Do you feel it's the way to be a positive person in this world? Is it like love conquers all of whatever forms it has? Why the focus and why did you choose those words? Because you could have chosen just saying kindness or saying positivity or whatever, but I notice you use love. I think that because of the lack of love in this world, I try and bring that and spread it to everybody because I believe that everybody deserves to have love in their life and be treated um, fairly and kindly in order to live a positive and happy life. I like that. And then you love people and they're very important for you. But what's the most fascinating and interesting thing for you about people? Is it like you feel people are a reflection of uh, like God or nature or something like that? Is it because when you make people happy, you feel happier and it's like an exchange of energy or people are like their stories, their unique thoughts and perspectives help you grow and discover more about yourself? Or what is the most interesting thing for you? about people oh my gosh well you listed two really great ones there you know i think um as you meet new people and you learn their culture more too you become more um 
I guess you learn more about yourself and you're able to become um, a higher level. I'm a very spiritual person, maybe not necessarily um, in the normal sense, but I um, like I love tarot and uh, zodiac and things like that. I think that that's um, quite like that's our higher power. And I also think that everything happens for a reason. So um, as you meet new people and as you grow more, you know, it shapes you into the person you're meant to be as well. I agree with you. There are no coincidences in this universe. And let's go there. What is your metaphysical or spiritual belief about destiny and how life is? Do you feel or believe everything is meant to be and you're just watching your life unfolding? Are you creating it? Is it 50 50? One of the girls I interviewed, she said, life is like branches of a tree where at every uh, juncture you can choose to go right and left. But then after that, it's your destiny will manifest itself until the next point where you can choose again. I don't know. But how do you see destiny? How is reality unfolding for human beings as you see it? Absolutely. That's an amazing question. Um, You know, I think that um, we create our own destiny in a way. Uh, Like you said, that's a great answer. Your life is like uh, a tree growing with the branches. You know, you can choose your path. Um, I, I think that everything happens for a reason, but you can react to those those coincidences or those um, those situations that you get put in. And you can choose whether it goes in a positive way or a negative way, uh, depending on your your reaction to it. Thank you. And I believe that everybody is born in abundance, but then some traumatic events happen to them and put them into scarcity. So how did you evolve past that into the energy of love and past those traumas that often make a person unable to not expect that things will go badly, to not feel like in scarcity that other people are a threat and they're taking things and you have to keep yours or whatever, that competitive kind of energy rather than collaborative and people together building the world. How was your journey of self-discovery and of becoming limitless away from those limits? Uh, You know, I have been through quite a few hardships in my life. I think it's really important to have a very good support system, Um, being your friends, your family. I'm very, very connected to my family and they've supported me through so, so much. Um, My parents have been an incredible part of my life and I think it's really, really important to um, be able to talk about things and have some like people to vent to who can help you through situations as well. Um, I have done therapy too. I think it's a really uh, beneficial tool that we can use to get through our traumas as well. And then um, being able to just uh, turn that energy into a positive energy and exuding it back into the world and helping people feel good. I like to think that because I've been through so much, I want other people to not have to feel that way. So I want to make that or make their lives better. Thank you. That's so kind of you. And I'm noticing from the way you speak, you're kinesthetic, which means you're very in touch with your body, (laughs) which also has two like a negative and a positive which are the same thing you feel everything very deeply so the pleasure and happiness is very deep but the pain and the hurt is very deep 
How did you like deal with that? Uh, uh, what happens? Because probably at some point, some people were telling you, oh, stop being so sensitive or why are you so emotional or this shouldn't hurt you so much or whatever, which they don't understand that your nervous system is just more sensitive than normal. So two things. One, uh, and um, I didn't notice it within your introduction. What do you do in order to reconnect and keep that connection with your body? Do you do a lot of yoga, uh, running and feeling the breeze on your face, (laughs) swimming, uh, surfing? And secondarily, because if you are able to go into this positivity, the advice you can give people about how to find a positive connection with your emotions and sensations will be really powerful. For sure. That's um, two amazing questions. Thank you so much. So my way to stay connected is uh, the snowmobiling thing, being out in the outdoors. I love being outside. I think that sun and fresh air is such a great thing for our bodies. I do love to do yoga as well. I think it really uh, connects us to our bodies and helps us center back uh, to ground us back into the earth. My advice for people, oh, sorry. And my other one is that I like to spend a lot of time alone. I think it's really, really important for us as human beings to be able to spend time by ourselves and uh, tap into our brains and figure out who we really are as a person and what we want in our lives and be able to move forward with that drive to get to where we want or the thing that we want or where we want to be or where we want to live. Um, I love being able to travel around and work remotely. It's absolutely incredible. Um, I want to be able to do that more. I want to travel to Europe, everywhere. (laughs) And my advice to people to uh, change their attitudes and positivity, I think is to really be able to step back for one second when there's a bad thing and just, you know, reconnect with yourself, figure out where you are, what's going to happen in the situation and choose the more productive and positive route. And then again, being able to spend time by yourself and really figuring out who you are as a person. I love that advice. And it makes me sense because you're very kinesthetic. You're someone unique in your own way and you have red hair too. So do you see yourself somehow as like, because how do you perceive yourself in a spiritual way? Do you see yourself as a like a beneficial witch or as a fairy or as an angel or like what's your perspective on yourself? And you, how do you see your role as someone spreading love and joy within humanity? I think I'm an empath. I definitely consider myself an empath. I feel emotions so deeply, like you had mentioned. Um, I like to think of myself as a fairy, now that you said that. My grandma used to always read me fairy stories, and she collected little fairy figurines for me. And that's always been something really important in my life, actually. And uh, I think that just spreading positivity and being able to bring kindness to the world is really the role that I I think my life is. I love that. I'm a super empath as well. I can even feel pets and dogs and cats and even buildings, almost (laughs) like they have a soul. So when I walk around any person I look at, I feel everything they're feeling. Even if they don't look at them, I might feel their aura or whatever you might say. And to ask you then, 
Canada, you went to Mexico. I know you spoke about your love for travel, for trying new things, for being someone who can be alone. At the same time, you're super connected to your family and friends, and now you're a bit far away. Mm -hmm. So why did you choose uh, Mexico? And how do you keep that support system alive, although you're thousands of miles away? Uh, so actually, I was I was here two years ago on a modeling contract, and I got re-signed on to a model, modeling contract here. So I came back. Um, I had friends from previous time, too. So I've been really, really been enjoying my time here, being able to reconnect with those people and meet more amazing friends that I'll have for life. Um, I, I FaceTime my mom every day, sometimes two or three times a day and being able to talk to my dad over the phone too. I think it's really, really important for me to be able to speak in English with my mom too. Um, I'm learning Spanish, but it's still not, not a hundred percent at all. So it's really, um, it's really important for me to have technology to be able to see my mom face to face, see my friends at home face to face in order to stay connected with them. So that's the magic of communication used by a fairy. So you're <laughs> literally manifesting that. And you spoke about Europe, that you have a desire to visit Europe. Where uh, do you feel maybe you're like reincarnated from a princess or something from a European city and there is a place that's calling you there? Or what is fascinating to you about Europe? What do you think you will get from such a trip? Oh my gosh, I love to think that I'm a princess reincarnated. Um, I love castles. I love the history. Uh, I think it's really, really cool all of their history and their buildings and things that we just, we don't have that in Canada. So it's so cool for me to go and be able to see that. Uh, I spent three months in France on an exchange when I was 17 years old and absolutely fell in love with it there. So I'd love to go back. I do speak fluent French too. So it's easy for me to communicate with people in France. Um, my exchange fam family took me to uh, Spain, to Barcelona, and I just absolutely fell in love with it there. My family is, or my dad's side of the family and the red hair all comes from Germany. So I would love, love, love to be able to go and see where my family came from and tour, tour around. I'd love to go to Milan, Italy. I just think everywhere would be so, so cool. I agree 1000 million percent. And you are someone who seems to be in love with exploration, in love maybe with freedom. I don't know which words you will use. But I understood you want to spread love within this world. At the same time, that side of you, that side of you that wants to travel, what is the big value there or the meaning or the thing that is an expression of your identity and personality? Are you a freedom lover and you don't like to be tied down everywhere? Are you a girl who loves excitement and you're like, I get bored if I stay too long in any specific place? Or is it exploration that as, so, as long as you see new places, you're like, oh my God, I'm like growing, I'm going somewhere. It's manifested. It's not uh, imaginary. Or how is it for you? I think it's all of that. Um, I have just a big sense of adventure inside of me. 
the thing that draws me the most towards traveling and going to different places is learning new culture and again deeply understanding yourself you're just learning more about yourself you're learning more about the world about your place in the world about who you might become uh, again the tree branches where you might choose to go you know there's so many opportunities and I think uh having a border on those opportunities. I love the word freedom. Like you use that. I love to be free and not to border myself to one, one thing. I just want to explore everything that the world has to offer because there is so much that it does. And uh, life is just too short not to discover everything that you possibly can get your hands on. I love that attitude. I encourage it 100,000 million percent. And out of kindness, let's ask you some advice for women or girls who might be stuck in their comfort zone or they worry about judgment of others or they have some anxiety and they think oh wow if I travel to Mexico maybe something bad will happen to me or even in France oh oh my god I'm so far if I call my family they need to come overseas or what happens that's too far or whatever it is how what is like your advice for women in order to live in freedom limitless and have that sense of adventure without stopping it out of fear or anxiety i just think you you need to have your wits about you uh you know know where you are at all times uh be aware of your surroundings for living in a foreign country and being safe just research where you're going before you go there uh have a plan (laughs) if something goes bad not that anything should go bad, but if you get in a situation, you just have a backup plan. And I just think, you know, take the take the leap. You, you have to just jump into things. You have to let go of that fear and just, you know, leave it behind. You don't need that. Leave that baggage behind and just jump into it because if, if you don't do it, nobody's going to push you to do it. So you have to really push yourself. I love the gestures you're doing. They're very, very like you could have been a great actress, especially pushing things behind and taking the leap and you're doing everything in a very embodied way. I mean, literally, you could have been a fantastic dancer as well as an actress, etc. And To ask you, you described yourself as a coffee and pastry addict. (laughs) What do you love about those? Do you love to make make them yourself? Do you love to go to small, uh, like boutique pastries and try them in very traditional ways in different places? Or if anything, is it, are you in love, let's say, with pleasure and with sensations about life and those give you a rush that is part of adventure and excitement? Or why specifically coffee? and pastries uh so actually i used to work at starbucks i found my love for coffee there i love making coffee i love making lattes i love discovering new flavor combos uh with lattes and stuff i also like you said i love the pleasure that it brings um and i love the indulgence uh one of my favorite things about being here in mexico is i've been able to go to a cafe every day and be able to work there so uh, it's brought me a lot of pleasure and 
and it brings me a sense of home as well, being able to sit in these little cafes, have yummy, yummy pastries that are handmade, fresh every day, and just the appreciation of uh, the culture of being able to sit down and have a coffee and a pastry and relax is uh, very, I think, embedded in the world culture and just very, I, I think, important to people in a sense of relaxation and, and communication and connection. Thank you. And then I have to ask, because I love what your ability to indulge in the pleasures of life. Some women have a sense of guilt about that, whether it's to take time off for a massage for themselves or even be, being alone or whatever, whether it's for religious reasons where some religions say, oh, you have to suffer to be a good person. <laughs> if you're indulging, you're bad. Or family who will be like, you're wasting your time, you should do more. Or even themselves seeing a lot of the cultural undertones that if you're a martyr, then you're such a great person. But if you're, uh, uh, if you're like enjoying life, you're a bad person or whatever it is. Did you have such things, hurdles to overcome? Or if not, I know you said that life is too short and that can be a motivator, but what can you say to such women who want to enjoy life more, but they have a sense of guilt that is stopping them? But I won't even say only guilt, but more shame because it's the voices of other people rather than their own uh, voice stopping them. So I think, I think we just have to live to our true selves. Uh, you know, I am a workaholic. I love to work. Uh, I love to do design. Like I love to work on the computer and stuff. But I also think that there is time for rest and relaxation. And there there are ways to connect that to the way that we work too. Uh, I work, you know, I work really hard to get um, to be able to travel, to get to be able to learn website designing, things like that. Um, but also being able to relax, have my coffee, have my pastry. I think it helps me work better because you're you're in a better mood and then you're wanting to do things and you're not in a slump. You know, it's really keeping you, uh, your, your energy levels high. And it's really important to women, especially to have our energy levels high in order to be able to function at our, our best rate and our best way. Thank you. And you mentioned website design. How does that express your personality? Is there a way that you're discovering some things about yourself through learning website design? Or how does that work and why? Because if you're a workaholic about this, it means there is something about it that is beyond work. So what does it give you that is beyond the work itself? It gives me creative expression and the freedom to be able to create in a way that I think is uh, is gonna is gonna uh, convert into high conversions, high sales, um, you know, high communication and response to it, um, while also being able to stay true to myself and and to my creativity and to my uh, sense of of style and I guess fashion too. I love that. That's part of integrity. Nowadays, a lot of people might be living a false life, and I'm not saying it in a negative way, but that they have a persona or a mask and they don't know who they are. So they might ask you, they say, look, I have grown up, I behave this way because my mom and my father or whatever behaved or told me how to do it. 
this way, but then how do I find myself? And if I find it, how do I know it is myself? What is the feeling? How do I know whether it's me or I'm just adopting a new mask and a new persona <laughs> just because it's different? I assume it's me, but maybe it's not. So how to find that authenticity, especially that most people are walking around with a mask that is not attached to who they truly are. So they might not even know how it feels like to be authentic. So first, two things, how to let go of that mask, and then how to know that you found your authentic self rather than another false identity. Again, it's really about looking into yourself and figuring out who you are. The authenticity, I think, is that you're able to drive and move and create your decisions all based on your own thoughts rather than having those intrusive thoughts of what everybody else is going to think somebody's saying somebody something negative or telling you no it's really being able to have that mind clarity that you know that you're making the right decision for yourself and that you're able to move forward uh, being confident in the choices that you make as well i agree with that a million billion percent and for you as well when you're meeting people and you made friends in mexico as someone who is an empath how do you recognize that someone is your person compared to someone who's not really? Because my belief is that we are on this earth not to compromise ourselves to fit into any tribe, but to create our own small universe of the right people who are supportive, non-toxic. And that means that 99% or more of people are not our people and that only very few are. So how do you recognize that when you meet someone and though those rare occasions, do you feel you've known them forever? Is it energetic resonance that you feel their energy resonating with you? Is it what they say and you're like, I agree with these values, so they're my kind of person? I don't know. How do you recognize them? And what would be your advice for people who might not be empaths? So sometimes they might be under the spell of psychopaths and sociopaths and narcissists who know how to pretend, but they're not really like that. But you as an empath, you can sense that um, falsehood or that kind of mismatch between reality and the outside face. So how do you recognize when people are your people and advice for people so that they can recognize it too and not fall prey to narcissist manipulation or psychopaths or whatever? Absolutely. I agree. Um, you know, you really do need to figure out your people and we create we create our own little worlds with the people around us that that we think are best for us and that we love. I think if you're not an empath, the best way to filter it out is that the people around you are constantly doing things to to encourage you and to better your lives instead of trying to bring you down or control you or bring you down to better their lives. You know, if you're really, really true friends and they're really, their integrity is great, they're going to want to bring you up with them and you're going to climb those ladders together instead of them climbing a ladder and leaving you down and maybe pushing the ladder over and not letting you come up with them. Um, for me as an empath, I get a gut feeling and I can just sense that their integrity and their intentions uh, in life and maybe towards me are just not there. And I try to just steer clear of that one. Thank you so much. This could go on forever. <laughs> I really love talking to you. It's absolutely amazing. I really 
feel grateful and privileged to have interviewed you, to include you in this project. I'm honored. I wish you all the success, all the freedom, all the digital nomad lifestyle forever, <laughs> and all the connection and fun with those you love, with your family, so that you both have deep roots, but the ability to roam around and wander this world uh, endlessly. And thank you again. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate this so much. I'm so, so honored and feel so pleasured that you included me in this. And like you said, I could have just kept talking forever with you. So thank you. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm.